Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. John DeWitt, and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I'd like to start out this episode with something that I forgot to mention last episode. I had mentioned that there are some supplements that you don't want to take if you are taking any SSRIs or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors which are antidepressants such as Prozac or Zoloft or their generic forms. Um, You want to make sure that you don't take tryptophan or 5-HTP because that can lead to serotonin syndrome. And that's marked by fever, agitation, sweating, and diarrhea. And it occurs when the antidepressant prevents the uptake of the neurotransmitter serotonin from the brain synapses, leaving it there and stimulating brain cells. So that's, that's a bad, bad situation because it's almost like a perfect storm, like plugging all the storm drains prior to a major cloud burst. It's a dangerous combination that causes flooding, in the case of your brain, flooding of the synapses with serotonin. You do not want that. So the reason that I mentioned that is because that is something we're going to talk about um, next time when we talk about sleep. We're going to talk about specific ways to optimize your sleep and if you're not on any of the uh, on Prozac or any of the other SSRIs, then you can take tryptophan or 5-hydroxytryptophan, but we'll talk about that next time. So before I get started on today's episode, I'd like to say as well that we are still taking registrants for the Brain Builders web class on September 7th. It is 100% free for this initial group. I will charge $197 for this course in the future after the first group. Um, But what we are going to do is offer everyone not only free access, but also you're going to get a free cognitive assessment from Cambridge Brain Sciences, and it's going to be specific to each individual condition. It's an online assessment that you can do that's backed by over 300 studies. So that is exciting. We have some special guests that are also going to be on this six-week course. It's going to be every Friday. Starting September 7th, you can register at bit.ly slash brainbuilders. There's no .com or anything like that. Um, and I also have a link in the description of this episode. So now, exercise and why it's important. Now, this is going to go back to what we talked about before when we said that sitting is the new smoking. Okay, and that's that's not good. We don't we don't want to be sitting. <laughs> um, so we want to get out. We want to get active. And there are eight benefits of exercise for cognition. Number one is it reduces insulin resistance, which, as you know, is a key player in Alzheimer's disease because of all the sugar we have in our diet in America and all the pre-diabetics and diabetics out there. So if you are insulin resistant, 
resist tent. You need to make sure that you're getting your exercise. Number two, exercise increases ketosis, which, among other effects, increases production of the neuron-supporting molecule BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. There are also some um, supplements that you can take that can boost that as well, but exercise does it without having to take any supplements or anything. Number three, exercise increases the size of your hippocampus, which is a key region for memory and one that shrinks in Alzheimer's disease. So if you're exercising, that is going to help prevent that from shrinking. Number four, it improves vascular function, which is crucial for neuronal and synaptic health. And when you think about it, the more you exercise, the more, especially when you're doing weight training, your body is going to develop more ways to get oxygen to the muscle. And they do that by tiny little capillaries that it'll start to extend out to get more oxygen, more blood to the muscle tissue. So that means more oxygen. That means improved vascular function. Really, really important. Uh, This is one of the things I love. Number five, exercise reduces stress, which is a key trigger for Alzheimer's promoting inflammation. And In our office, we see people all the time that just don't know what's going on. They just don't, they feel tired all the time and just overwhelmed. And it's the stress because when you're in constant chronic stress, that's going to have really high cortisol levels. That's going to lead to inflammation. So you want to do exercise, even if you don't feel like doing it. You don't want to get out there. You don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to go for a walk. You don't want to walk your dog. You want to stay and just watch Netflix or, or whatever it is you do, you just don't want to get out there and move. But it's so important that you do get out there and move. Number six, it improves sleep. And our next episode, we're going to talk about sleep. Very, very important. We're going to show you um, some different tips and tricks on how to really optimize your sleep because that's when the body and the brain really detoxes and you de-stress and you kind of reset your brain to get ready for the next day. And you'll notice, especially if you, if it's like on a Friday night and you don't have to work the next day that you'll be able to sleep a lot better because you're not stressed. You're not anxious about starting going to the next day and into work and things like that. So we're going to talk about, how to improve sleep in the next episode. Number seven, exercise literally increases the survival of newborn neurons that are created in the brain process called neurogenesis. Neuro meaning nerve, genesis means creation. So you're literally creating new nerve cells when you're able to exercise, get that circulation going, and it's always stimulating. It's the brain's awareness of the body. That's called proprioception. That's something that we work on a lot in the office. Very important that the brain is very aware of the body and everything that is is going on in the body. And number eight, exercise improves mood. I mean, that's just a no-brainer. It's almost like they call it the runner's high sometimes. You get out there, you get running, you're moving, and you're being active like you're supposed to be. When we were younger, during the day, 
you're out, you're being active, especially I grew up out in Arkansas. We're outside climbing trees and chasing animals and just doing all kinds of stuff. And it's important to be out there when you're awake. You don't want to be stuck in that neither region like we talked about before when your brain's nether, you're not really awake and you're not really asleep. You're just kind of stuck in the zombie zone when you're just kind of like, ah, I'm at work, I'm staring at a computer all day or I'm on the phone all day, but I'm not really being active. Okay, so it's really important for mood. Now, what is the optimal exercise for cognition? Well, I'm glad you asked. You want to combine aerobic exercise, such as jogging or walking or maybe a spin class or even a dance class. I did ballroom dancing, which was sounds kind of silly, but I am telling you that is a super intense workout. So dancing, it's fun, it's social, and it is a great workout and good for your brain. You want to do weight training as well, preferably at least four or five days per week for 45 to 60 minutes total each day. Now, you, you want to work up to this slowly. You want to make sure you're stretching. You want to take care of your joints. And um, you also want to make sure that you reduce the inflammation that comes with this protocol. So you need to make sure your joints are actually working well. And um, if you have really sore joints, you can start by being active in the pool because pool aerobics and things like that, you might notice that there's a lot of arthritis exercise classes at uh, senior centers and, and things like that. They get them in the pool and you're moving around and just the resistance of the water that resists you moving, that is going to help a lot. Um, some people like to work with a trainer. That's fine. Others want a health coach. Other people want to work out on their own. Personally, I like to work out on my own just because I did it for so long, you know, playing professional football for 12 years, and I kind of already know what I need to do. And even then, even though I know what to do, it's, I understand it's hard to get motivated sometimes when you're just sitting around and you feel like you just are exhausted because you've been working so hard and you want to enjoy your day off and not do anything, but Trust me, when you get out there, if you're getting in the pool, if you're just going for a walk and enjoying some sun, vitamin D, like we mentioned before, vitamin D is really important for cognitive function. So you want to get out and get some sun and just be active. And once you get out there, I'm telling you, I go to the gym. I'm at the gym at 7 o'clock in the morning on, on the weekends, and I don't want to be there. I am just forcing myself. I just roll out of bed, jump right into my workout stuff, the big Tony Robbins things like you don't want to think about it. You just want to jump out of bed and right into your shoes, right into your gym clothes and just go. And once you get there, you're still not super excited about it until you're going on the treadmill and where you're doing the pre-core, doing your warm up, whatever it is. And then usually about 20 minutes, 25 minutes into the workout, you start to feel a little better. The blood's working a little bit. And then you start to realize, Hey, you know what? I'm sticking to what I said I was going to do. And that's really good uh, positive reinforcement. You're like, you know what, you're, you're telling yourself you're going to do something. You follow through on that. And it's just going to be really good for you and give you a really good, happy feeling about yourself. So it, it's, it's really, really nice. Now, if you have trouble getting started, you might want to ask a trainer, a family member, or even a friend to help you get started. Because, you know, if you have friends that exercise more, uh, more than you do, that they might have some, some different tips, maybe uh, some some special kind of herbal tea that they like that really uh, boosts their energy levels and things like that. Because 
it's just, and sometimes it's more fun when you have a friend to, to go with because you can kind of joke around, but you can also be serious. And it's almost like an accountability coach. It doesn't have to be a personal trainer. It doesn't have to be a health coach. It, like I said, it could be just a friend, a family member, your sister, brother. If you want to go out, it could be a neighbor also, of course. Go out there, and even if it's just going for a run, going to ride bikes, you know, whatever is going to get you active is is what is so, so important. And you don't have to go crazy. Like, personally, I went out with a mission last weekend and said, you know, I haven't had a good uh, upper body workout in a long time, haven't really been sore like I used to be. And so I really jumped in there and went kind of hardcore and was a little bit sore the next day. But usually what happens is it's the second day after a really intense workout that that lactic acid is really built up in your muscles and you're going to be really, really sore. And just be aware of that and know the difference between soreness and, and an injury. Because a lot of people, if they haven't been, felt their muscles in a long time and suddenly you have that soreness, it's going, to hurt. it's going to scare you a little bit. Like personally, I was doing an exercise where I put a weight on my forehead and lean across a bench to help work the, the neck muscles. I used to do that for football. And I was doing that and doing that and did way too many reps. And the next day or two, I was so stiff, I couldn't even turn my head when I was driving in, in the car. I, I had to, like, turn my whole body to be able to look around. And if I wasn't aware and couldn't remember that I had done that, I would have been panicked because I would think that I had, like, done something to my neck and, and injured it. So as you go into this and start exercising more, you'll find things that you like to do that's, that's important. It is important to, to do the aerobic and anaerobic exercise. The aerobic exercise, that's um, running on the treadmill, the pre-core, or swimming laps in the pool. Something else that's really good that you can do is you can sit in an infrared sauna. Those are really popular nowadays because that causes you to sweat a lot, and that heat feels really good. The moist heat feels really good on your joints. So the moist heat is good for the joints. The sweating is actually detoxing your system. And that is really something that I enjoy a lot. And it really kind of helps you clean out. It just feels like you reset your entire system. Um, at one point, we are going to talk about the, the pineal detox or decalcification that I did uh, several months ago. And this is really amazing because it allows you the pineal gland it's kind of like, it's what they used to consider the third eye. That's what it's another name for it. And doing this decalcification program, which is really simple. Um, you literally, it's, you're not going to have visions or anything like that, anything, you know, crazy like that, but it is something that allows you to see connections around you that, that you are, will swear weren't there before, but you'll say, Hey, I, I remember somebody else said that. And that guy just said that maybe I should follow through on that. So that's just something interesting. But like I said, tomorrow we're going to talk about sleep. And thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.